furry fluff pieces and here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky. Greetings, folks. Welcome to Unleashed. And tonight, I want to start off by talking about a little bit of housekeeping that's happening with the show and uh, talk about two new developments within the show before we get started on the meat and bones of this podcast. So the first thing I want to touch on is if you're following me on Twitter, if you're not, please do. Twitter.com slash LiftyUnleashed or at LiftyUnleashed on Twitter app. If you're following me on Twitter, you did see two particular tweets that I did send out. The first one I want to touch on. So you saw on my Twitter app that for anybody who's listening to Radio Public or listening to my podcast on Radio Public, I've asked you to just move over to a different podcast provider. The reason being is that I've discovered via my own investigation that Radio Public has, one, refused to list my podcast on their Radio Public catalog, and two, I've also found out that they have only updated their app catalog with episodes one through nine. So any episodes, episode 10 and over, will not be shown on Radio Public. And three, you can only access those nine episodes if you actually type in the RSS of my podcast into the search bar on the app. And I try to fiddle with Radio Public a lot because I'm trying to expand to as many markets as I can. My goal is to put this show wherever you are listening to podcasts. And I hate to do this, but um, I was fiddling with Radio Public's interface. I was trying to log into my account, and I noticed that I can't change anything. I can't remove my RSS feed. I can't change whether the show is hidden or shown on Radio Public. Nothing. I can't change anything on Radio Public. And it's really, really bad on Radio Public's part that they want to play hardball like this. Because no other podcasting platform that I have put my show on so far has done this. To actually block my shows, my episode, from being uploaded onto their platform. So listen here, motherfucker. Get my show off your platform. I don't want to do business with you. Because if all you're doing is holding me back, then I have no reason to deal with you. And for anybody who wants to listen to my show on Radio Public, please bear in mind that one, you're only going to hear episodes one through nine. So anybody who is listening via Radio Public will probably look at the feed and think, oh, well, he just kind of quit after episode nine. No, absolutely not. I'm on episode 16. Your Radio Public app is cucking you, literally cucking you away from my podcast. So if you were listening on Radio Public, please come back and please make sure that you're listening on a better podcasting platform. Any of the other ones will have all of the episodes loaded up. All of them. I'm not holding anything back from you. All of the episodes are loaded on every other podcasting platform except 
Radio Public. So please, follow those. Get rid of Radio Public. They have no good use for you. And then you can listen to me all day long, all week long, all year long. Wherever, whenever, doesn't matter. And now I want to touch on the big news that you may have seen on my Twitter account. The first one is that we have expanded to two different podcasting platforms. The first one is, of course, Podbean, which is very much like Anchor, in which you can create podcasts and have your own RSS feed and all that and distribute and monetize your podcast that way. But bear in mind, for anybody who's listening on Spotify or Anchor, I am not leaving those two podcasting platforms. I will still stay with Anchor, even though my podcast is also on Podbean. I am not leaving Anchor. So breathe a sigh of relief there. I'm still doing things on Anchor. And then the bigger news is that now we are on Amazon Podcasts. That's right. Now you can listen to the newest episode by just saying, Alexa, play Unleash with Lifty Husky. And the newest episode will just show up. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? The newest episode will show up in just a simple voice command. And now you can listen to this podcast anytime, anywhere with the Amazon Music app. That is awesome. And I'm glad to see that we are growing by leaps and bounds on this podcast. And it's all thanks to you. Thanks to you, because you, the listeners, are the ones that keep coming every week and love this show. I would love to see it. Keep coming back. I'm bringing it to you in more ways than you can count. So definitely stay tuned. We have bigger things for this show in the future. Now that we've gotten that taken care of, I want to talk about popufers. Because the word popufer has kind of gotten a mixed reaction in the furry community. Some people like to be called popufers. Some people actually want to be popufers. And others see it as a pejorative term. They have a huge following, but they don't want to be referred to as popufers. And so this one person that I'm looking at definitely seems like he wants to be a popufer, but he's doing it with a price of admission. Thanks, Patreon. Meet Garo Shadowscale, who is a Twitch streamer from Houston, Texas, who has an ego that could blot out the sun. Of course, I mentioned Patreon, and this streamer has a Patreon at five tiers. Paw tier, butt tier, love tier, owo tier, and a gasm tier. And it goes up from 5 to 25 to 100 to 250 to $500 a month. And what do you get for that money? Take a listen to this clip. This is how Garo greets one of his OWO tier patrons named Satoshi on VR chat. Satoshi, big thanks to Precious Wiggly. Thank you so much for being a OWO tier patron. I love it. appreciate you so, so much at Precious Wiggly. That makes me super duper happy to see. And don't forget, you can send me at least a DM every day and I will respond. Uh, you are guaranteed that as per your rewards. And also, I didn't forget that you're saying Friday would be a good time for the private call. Uh, Fridays are usually a bit rough for me, but I think I can do it. If not, then we can definitely reschedule it. But it will happen, of course. But I love you lots at Precious Satoshi Wiggly. Thank you for your support and love. You mean so much to me at Precious Wiggly. I'm so happy to have you in my life. <laughs> Thank Christ for that fucking record scratch. I couldn't stand him after he started speeding up his voice for some reason. But 
Yes. Apparently, when you go into the higher tier Patreon rewards, your Patreon rewards is basically just hanging out with him. So you're paying to hang out with him virtually, either on VR chat where that clip was from, or on Jackbox or Among Us. He has guaranteed slots that he offers to people that pay anywhere from $25 a month all the way up to $500 a month. And on top of that, you know, he offers guaranteed slots in his Minecraft server, his Terraria server, blah, 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 all this bullshit. And this is really narcissism on crack, if you really look at it. And a lot of people have been noticing that. That's why he's getting a lot of slack right now. In his server, you can only talk about him. You can only mention things that are going on with him. And if you want to post art, you only can post art that features him as well. So nothing else of the sort. It, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And he goes ballistic if you try to circumvent these rules with other people while, you know, in a PM. Something tells me that he's trying to create a cult of personality this way. And Patreon really needs to get on their ass about people that do this, because what are they creating? They're only creating a cult of personality. They're not really creating anything for 500 bucks a month. And why do you pay this dude, why do you pay this potato 500 bucks a month to basically hug you in VR chat? Wow. Imagine what he would do if you didn't pay him at all. He would actually just completely ignore you, right? Or badger you into paying him. Or like, oh, I can't deal with you. You didn't pay me this month. Oh, I'm sorry. Bye. Like, what the fuck is this? And I can already tell that a lot of people that follow Garo on Patreon are usually kids who are stealing daddy's credit card and charging $250 a month, up to $500 a month to do this bullshit. And they think, oh yeah, I love your content. I just want to support you, blah, blah, blah. Well, when your dad finds the credit card bill, this is what he's going to say. What the fuck, yo? God damn! God damn! God damn! What? Fuck! 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 I've got more to say about this guy, but I'm going to wait until after these messages. So stick around. We got more Unleashed after this. Unleashed. Greetings, folks. Lefty here. And it's time once again for the season forgiving. Everyone should be together this season, especially those who have served our great country, which is why I want to tell you about Fisher House. Fisher House is a home away from home for veterans and their families while they receive care at a VA or military medical center. They take care of the lodging and transportation expenses while veterans receive the care they need. They're a four-star rated charity from Charity Navigator for the 17th year in a row, and since 1990 have helped over 400,000 families. This is the perfect time to donate and ensure a military or veteran family can be together this holiday season. There's plenty of ways to donate as well. You can share your unused airline miles, hotel loyalty points, as well as giving a monetary donation. And all gifts are tax deductible. To donate, visit fisherhouse.org or call 301-294-8560. And thank you.
Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So in the last segment, I talked about one person who's trying really, really hard to be a popular, but he's also charging the people that love him the most to be around him, which I think is just absolutely bizarre. And I know people want to hear more about Garo Shadowscale, and I will get to him later. But first, I want to touch on somebody else, especially somebody that we talked about about a couple of episodes ago. And uh, remember in our BLFC roundup, we were talking about Main Wolfie. And I know you don't want to hear about Main Wolfie and his extra large meat lovers pizza with special ranch dressing. I know you don't want to hear it, but he keeps on being talked about. And it's of course because he's going to MFF. Now, I want to make it clear that at conventions, it doesn't matter if you're in a furry convention, an anime convention, a realtor's convention. People are going to fuck at these conventions. And I don't care if people fuck at conventions. You know, seriously. Even at real estate convention. You ever been to a real estate convention? You see so many people swinging around, you make Tarzan blush. So many people just hop from room to room, just banging at each other, banging each other's brains out because the panels are so fucking boring that all they want to do is just bang fucking Karens all day. Yeah, that happens at real estate conventions, whether you like it or not. People cheat. People have sex. People are people. And we shouldn't really expect furry conventions to be any different from any other convention. People will fuck at conventions, no lie. But nevertheless, my point is that furries always want to take it one notch above normal. And definitely what happened at BLFC with Main Wolfie was that one notch above normal. And uh, he keeps talking about it. That's the problem. <laughs> So he did make this one tweet. Let me read it to you. Being called a popular is fucking gross and insulting, and anyone who uses the term know you are using it as an insult to dehumanize and make someone feel like shit because they might have a following online. This is someone I consider a friend at one point. It hurts a lot. And then they go off with posting a screenshot of a friend just calling them a popular. Now, Main Wolfie had a rather small following. I mean, 3,000 followers. It, it's, it, it's up there, but it, it's not like a big following. But now he's completely exploded in popularity and people are calling him Popufer. And he's suddenly like shrinking back from all the attention of what a Popufer is. Remember what I was saying in the first segment that some people see Popufer as a pejorative? Well, this is an example. And I'm sure he's not the only one that sees the word popular as a pejorative. But, Main Wolfie, what the fuck were you expecting? You did that. You did the whole Gisorno thing. You did it for attention. Let's not kid ourselves here. You did that for attention. And now you're afraid that you're getting too much attention? Oh, boy. Then you're going to really hate what I have to say about this because guess what? He's going to do the same thing at BLFC at MFF. Holy crap. What? What the fuck? You could have seen this from space. He tweets out T minus one month till the resurrection. And I'm like, oh my God. Folks. 
if you think that this was bad at BLFC, wait until MFF happens. Because I've mentioned before that I expect 15,000 furries to go to MFF this year because all of them were pent up and cooped up for over a year. And they're all looking to go to MFF, including Maine Wolfie. And this is what gets me. He tweets about this bullshit about not wanting to be called a poppy fur, yet he does all this bullshit that makes him want to be a poppy fur. He does this all for attention. And he's getting it from you, from people who follow him. It's like, oh God, if you just stopped following him, forget about his bullshit and just push him aside, you wouldn't have to deal with him anymore. He would do even more crazy shit and all you have to do is keep ignoring him. Keep ignoring him and keep ignoring him. I would hate to see what he does at a fucking Taco Bell. Because, oh my God. Imagine what he does with any other food. This is a man who actually tweeted about putting cum all over dog treats and eating it. For what, a thousand followers, two thousand followers? He does this for attention. Anytime you follow him, he's just racking up those serotonin points because serotonin number goes up and he thinks, oh, I've got to comb. I have to comb because this brings the serotonin levels up. He's doing it all for clout. He's absolutely doing it all for clout. He has close to 9,000 followers. And what the fuck does he do? What the fuck does he create? The answer is nothing. He creates absolutely nothing for the furry fandom. He creates no goodwill and he creates nothing positive in the furry fandom. All he does is that he comes on pizzas. Think about that. You remember the Noid from Domino's? Well, here's his persona. Only difference is one of them is a lovable gimmick that is still remembered today and the other came on a fucking pizza. Ugh. My God. BLFC was really a turning point in the furry fandom. And it really just showed to a lot of people because this, this shit actually went way, way further out than the furry sphere. Normies are looking at this and are pointing at us and laughing at us and looking at us in absolute disgust. Hey, remember all of those fluff pieces that we got from the media, from CNN, from Channel 7 in Australia, from Psychology Today, and they were all saying, oh, furries are just misunderstood. Whoop! Misunderstood no longer! You know exactly what we're all about. All we care about is the coom. That's all we care about, thanks to this jackass who doesn't want to be a poppy fur, but does everything possible to be a poppy fur who does everything on his Twitter feed for the pop you for clout. Wow. Suddenly, everything is understood, isn't it? Wish all of that goodwill goodbye, furries, because of this one jackass. And MFF, I know you're not going to do jack shit about Man Wolfie, even though he's a walking all-you-can-eat biohazard. You're not going to do anything about Maine Wolfie. You're not going to do anything about Sappho. You're not going to do anything about anybody that just comes here for the coom. Because you jackasses really want to do this as well. Except you've got other things going on. You secretly agree to whatever Maine Wolfie is doing. And I don't care. I don't care anymore what MFF does to me or whatever they say. Don't 
talk to me about furries caring about fucking health and safety when you've got this disgusting jackass running around in his cum-stained fursuit everywhere, hugging everybody, and then going upstairs to his pizza so he can jizz on it. Stick around. I got more after this. Unleashed. Looking for the best events in the D.C. metro area? Look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs Events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash metrofurs. Metro Furs Events. Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com, and you too can grow your audience with us. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So I really needed a drink after just yelling my lungs out about Maine Wolfie, but I want to just wrap things up by talking about these people, especially Garo Shadow Scale, because I didn't spend enough time talking about Garo Shadow Scale. But this actually hides a bigger problem in the furry fandom, and that is the commoditization of friendship and popularity. That's what Garo is doing, and I know his friends are trying to talk him out of it, but he, he's going to have to, like, crash really, really hard for him to actually see that. He's already got his Twitter blocked. He's losing followers left and right because people are trying to talk to him in the only free way he, they know how, and that is to actually send out a tweet, let everybody know, and then hopefully the ripple effect of that will go back on Garo, and then he'll finally learn his lesson when he finally lost enough followers to where he's not even relevant to anybody anymore. And nobody seems to give a shit about whatever he makes. The problem is that he's definitely taking advantage of younger, impressionable people who think, oh, wow, you're a Twitch streamer. You're so great. I love your videos. Blah, blah, blah. I want to support you. And he completely rips their wallet from them just for a little bit of friendship. And I'm like, how full of your shit are you to think that this is a profitable way to go? Like you produce nothing for your followers. They should be getting all this shit for free. They should be able to go up to you. They pay you. They should be able to go up to you at three in the morning and say, hey, what do you use for your Twitch stream? Do you use Streamlabs OBS or do you use another OBS source? What do you do for your Twitch stream? Blah, blah, blah. What game did you play? What did you do at this level? Blah, 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 blah. That's part of being a popifer. If you don't want to be a popifer, don't try to be a popifer. Don't try to get popularity that you didn't earn. What the hell are you doing trying to offer up friendship rewards as Patreon rewards? I, w I really wish that Patreon just did an investigation on all this and looked at this and said, what the hell are you doing? What are you offering to your patrons? And for anybody who's still a patron of Garo Shadowscale, what the hell are you buying? For $250 a month, for $500 a month, what the hell are you getting out of that? Goodwill? Friendship? I, I know of no friends that put a price tag on their friendship or their goodwill. It's just given because you're a good person. 
You know the people who put a price tag on friendship? It's assholes and cunts. They think so highly of themselves that if you're not willing to pay for their time, then they have no time to waste on you, which is really, really conceited. Garo, you're not fucking Bill Gates. Bill Gates is not going to stoop down to pick up a penny because he's worth more every day, every minute, more so than that penny is on the ground. He walks over pennies all day. What the hell is wrong with you? Who the hell do you think you are? And second of all, why do people treat him like the center of the universe like this? Like going to his server and saying, oh, well, you have to make sure that everything is about me, all the birthdays, all the art, all the events, everything has to be about me, 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 not you, me, it's a me server. And the worst part is I'm seeing this so often in so many people that it's actually getting really, really annoying. More young people in this fandom are trying to get into the popular route. And really, there's three ways. I'm going to tell you three ways to be a popular in this fandom. One, you're a great artist and you create. And when I say create, I'm saying that in a general term because you can be a Twitch streamer and still create. So you can be uh, an artist, you can be a musician, you can be a sculptor, you can be an animator, you can be a Twitch streamer. You're creating, you're a good creator. Two, you have a very popular fursuit and you create a lot of content with that fursuit. You take a lot of photos, take a lot of videos, you fursuit in different weird places and unusual places. You're in all of these conventions where everybody can hug you and take a picture with you. And then there's the third one. You fuck a lot. Like, holy crap. <laughs> you're, you're giving the $20 whore a run for her money. You are everywhere. When it comes to any ADs, you're in all the Mersu videos, you go hunting for anybody with an AD, you suck a lot of dick, you bend over, you hump like jackrabbits, you fuck a lot and you gain your followers that way. I have a lot of respect for the people that create in this fandom because a lot of the things that I've seen people create in this fandom are really amazing. And a lot of people just do it for the passion of creating that's a great feeling to create and sitting back and looking back at what you created. That's a great feeling in and of itself. Even if people don't appreciate it now, creating is a great feeling when you're finished. And oftentimes we're not done creating. We keep creating. Often one thing pushes more people to create. It inspires people and you get more creators out of that. It inspires the creator themselves to create more when they find that they are inspiring people to create. That's a great feeling. The fursuit, anybody can be in that fursuit. Just be mindful of that. Anybody, anybody that has your measurements, your height, your width, anybody can fit in that fursuit, they can be in that fursuit too. Sometimes they can be better than you at that fursuit. It hurts when you find somebody that can be better than you in your fursuit. I know some people that can be better than me in my fursuit, but I don't hold it against them. And the people that fuck a lot, <sighs> this is a double-edged sword because you get half the furry fandom that will respect you for fucking a lot and want to get into your pants or they want to rip off your pants and fuck you. But you also get half the population that will not respect you for bending over and for just fucking like crazy. And this is where I segue into main Wolfie because I know he's doing what he does for clout 
He's doing that for Poppy Fur Stairway number three. And Main Wolfie, I'm going to tell you right now, this is getting old and tired. And you're going to find that this is not going to last. The Noid is brought back after what, 30, 35, 40 years? You're not going to be brought back after 40 years. Nobody's going to give a shit that you came on a pizza in 40 years. Nobody's even going to give a shit after one year that you came on a pizza. You know what you need to do? You're going to have to keep doing more and more outrageous things just to get in the periphery of the furry fandom from here on out. And do you really want that? Second of all, while you are doing more outrageous shit, guess what the normies are doing? They're throwing up even harder. All of that goodwill that we got from news media, even though they were following the same exact script from everyone, they're going to turn their back on the furry fandom. It'll come a time, if you keep going, there will come a time when not even the media will want to touch any furry with a hundred foot pole. The misunderstanding is out. They're starting to understand exactly what we're all about. And if you are somebody that disagrees, the normies aren't going to care. They're going to see you just like they do Maine Wolfie. And if you don't like that, you need to tell Maine Wolfie right the fuck now. Sit your ass down and behave. Stop doing this shit for clout. I don't care. I don't even care if Maine Wolfie goes into his room, does it for just a story. But don't fucking drag it into the public sphere. Don't let the public know about it. Because I'm damn sure that people way outside your little sphere of influence are going to know what the fuck happened and they're going to be disgusted. They're going to spread it to their friends. They're going to make us look terrible. Like, remember the CSI episode and how people thought of furries after the CSI episode? Welcome back, furries! Thanks to this jackass! Anyway, that's it for Unleash. Thanks again for listening. If you love what you hear, please feel free to follow me on the Twitter account, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed, and also like and subscribe to this podcast. And also don't forget that you can leave a one-minute voice message on our anchor station, anchor.fm slash liftyunleashed. And finally, do not listen to this podcast on Radio Public. It's gonna go away from Radio Public. As soon as they hear my bitching, it's going to go away. So please move to any other podcasting platform. We have 10 of them. They're not all listed on the Anchor FM station, but we are listed on 10 different stations. Please feel free to follow any of them. Don't follow us on Radio Public anymore because it's going to go away. Anyway, thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week. Good night. Sure to follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.